Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence, so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully Unemployed, your place for freedom. All right, welcome to another episode of the Successfully Unemployed Show. I'm super excited to have you here. And in this show, we talk about how we can quit our J-O-B, that just over broke job, by any means necessary through side hustles, being an entrepreneur, being an investor in every single which way we can possibly do that. Now, today, I'm bringing on a fantastic side hustle expert, as well as business owner, as well as just a fantastic guy in general. I'm super excited to bring somebody on who has figured out a way to go from being ordinary, and when I say ordinary, working that J-O-B, to now being extraordinary, where we have found a way to be a normal person, but not work a J-O-B. So I have a great business owner here with me, Bobby Hoyt. Thank you so much for being here on the show. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. I've, you know, honestly, I've never, the J-O-B just over broke, I've never heard that before. It's so, which is, it's so funny because I've been in this industry for like five years now and I've never heard anybody use that. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. And I realized that as I was working that job, I was like, man, why in the world can I not get ahead? And it's just the way it is. So, well, good. I want to jump right into it. How do you make money to provide for your family necessities and, you know, living expenses, you know, roof over your head and food without working a (laughs) J-O-B? You know, it's funny. It's gotten so complicated these days because it used to just be uh, so like, I guess I would identify the most as a personal finance blogger, but I really do multiple things now. I'm a digital marketer and own a digital marketing agency. Um, I own the personal finance website, Millennial Money Man. And then I also own another website called Laptop Empires, which is a, uh, we really teach people how to start side hustles and, and make more money. So I run all three of those and I do freelance writing and, um, I write for, for Forbes now. Like I do just like a million things. It's way too much, <laughs> but, um, but I love it. And it's, it's one of those things where I wake up every day and, and I really enjoy what I do, even though it's a little crazy sometimes, but, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm all over the place, but it's pretty much all online businesses. And it's amazing how as, after you quit your job, after you quit that job and you have your, you're really putting yourself out there as opposed to your company, your organization or whatever, mm-hmm. opportunities just keep coming. And you probably have to learn how to say no. I know I do. I have so many opportunities coming. So talk to us beyond that. When you first got started and you've shared, and I, I want you to share again, you having $40,000 of debt, being a band director and mm-hmm. getting out of that and saying, you know what? I want to quit. And also, I want you to tell us how much money you made when you actually quit your job. <laughs> it I just is mind blowing to me. So tell us about that story. Oh man, it's funny. Everybody always wants to know it, but I'm like, I'm sort of embarrassed about it. I use it to promote my story, but I'm like, also like, wow, what a, what an idiot was I to do this? Um, yeah. So I, uh, I had been running millennial, I was a high school band director and then I had been running millennial money man on the side for about six months. And I was just like, so convinced. Cause I had seen all these blogs, like you get on Google and you look at all these blogs and income reports and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, I could totally do that. I'm, I'm going to do that. And I, I was at a point in my job where I knew it was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I love teaching kids. Um, I love music. I loved being a band director, but I didn't, didn't love the pay. Um, that, that was like always a pain point for me. And then I just, 
I, I wasn't very good at being told what to do. And it, it, maybe it's like a character flaw, but I was just like, I can, like, I always felt like I could do something differently or better or whatever. Um, and it, it made me not as happy as I could have been. So um, I, uh, I quit my job after the, the site made about $3 and Google AdSense. Um, and I was just like, I, I had talked to my wife about it at the time and I was like, I really think I can do this. And she was like, okay, I guess, <laughs> you know, she was, she, I mean, she was very supportive, but it was just one of those things where she knew I was miserable in my job, but you know, and I really believed in what I was doing. Um, so I did, I did quit the job and, um, you know, now looking back on it, I'm so glad I did, but I would have never done it like that. Um, I did have money saved up. I had been saving up money for a while. Um, <clears throat> but it wasn't really like, it wasn't with the intent to quit my job like that. It was more just to, to save up money, you know? And then I was like, well, you know what? I do have, I do have a good amount of money saved up. And so then I just did it and it was terrifying and all that. And we can get into that, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much at three bucks. And that was apparently enough for genius me to make that decision. I want to <laughs> emphasize that you made $3 in a business and said, I'm leaving everything. That is mind blowing to me. I am. Um, I, I went, I quit my job. I literally had $10,000 a month or more coming in from my rental properties. I had 30 oh, plus wow. properties. I started buying one after another. And eventually I had so many properties. I was like, I'm wasting my life here and I'm losing money because even though I'm making $75,000 working here, I am wasting money and losing money because I should be building my own businesses. And so right. I was able to quit and my wife was easy. It was easy for her to say, yeah, we're, we have money coming in. Let's go ahead and do it. You had $3. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And that wasn't recurring. That was just a paycheck it of $3 from Google. Three bucks. Yeah. I just really, I believe that I could do it, but I do want to caveat this a little bit. Cause I know there are people listening to this that are like, okay, that, that sounds ridiculous. And like, how is that even possible? And all that kind of stuff. Um, so I do want to say like, for me, um, like I said, I had saved up a good chunk of money. Um, I did have my wife, we weren't married at the time, but I mean, she was a teacher. I mean, we weren't, we weren't like rich or anything. It wasn't like I was going to quit my job and, but I, I felt like we would be okay. And our living expenses were pretty low. We were actually at the time, um, we were renting a room from her parents, a 10 by 10 bedroom. So they're like my living situation and we didn't have kids. Right. So like, that's all the caveats of like, there are. I was young enough and, and kind of dumb enough to where I was like, okay, I'll do this now. And I could take that risk. Now, if I was doing it in the same situation now, you know, my wife and I are planning on having kid <clears throat> having kids, we have a house, like that would have been a way harder decision. You know? So what I tell people now is, is don't ever do what I did. Cause I think it's irresponsible advice to tell people just like quit for your dreams or whatever without any kind of backing. Um, but I would tell people like, do it for six months, match your own income. And then, you know, once you feel comfortable, then take that leap. Like that's the more responsible way to do it. So I just wanted to point that out because I know that it's hard to hear people like me and other people that you probably interviewed talk about those things like, oh, I did this amazing thing, but I really had set myself up for it and I could take that risk at the time. So you just have to set yourself up to actually be able to do it. I think that's a great plan, a great idea too. cutting your expenses, because if you don't have expenses, you don't have to worry about so much money coming out. It's not like you had $5,000 a month coming out. You had a lot yeah. less. And so um, also, if everybody listening to this, this is a band director who was getting paid, you know, just a normal salary that said, yeah. you know what, I can do this. I can do this. And, and I, for everybody watching this on YouTube, I so I'm looking at uh, Bobby, the um, you got Dave Matthews band CD, or it's oh, right yeah. behind you. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Dave Matthews band. I listen, actually, I listened to it so much. My wife said, stop playing Dave Matthews. <laughs> and so my guitar back there, you can see it on the wall. Yeah, I love yeah. playing all Dave Matthews songs. That's actually how I learned how to play the guitar was 
play oh, Dave awesome. Matthews songs. Yeah. So awesome. cool, Bobby. Now, I love that you're a normal, ordinary person just like us, but you've changed from being ordinary to extraordinary with businesses, not just that, with side hustles as well. Because when you quit your job with millennialmoneyman.com, you also had to create other businesses in order to, to make money. Now, also on top of that, Laptop Empires, where you teach people how to do side hustles as well, that's a fantastic strategy to then bring in more income, but then can actually turn into a, a full-time business. So let's talk about side hustles. And why should we, as anybody who wants to become successful and unemployed, why should we look at side hustles as a great opportunity for the future? Well, I, I think there's a couple of, of big points. Uh, I, I have gone through this transformation over the past couple of years. When, when I first started Millennial Money Man, all I was talking about, because I had paid off my student loan debt um, by really living way below my means and like letting all my friends pass me up and kind of living this, this life that I don't think most people would necessarily want to. I mean, like nobody, nobody wants to rent a room from their in-laws. Like that's, you know, it's not something that's fun, but I was like, I want to get out of this debt. And I really had this kind of like scarcity mindset about money. And I was very, um, I was afraid to spend money and just all of that. And I, over the past couple of years, now that I've built more and more income streams, I don't have that as much. It's more of an abundance mindset where it's like, there's plenty of money out there. I just have to learn how to go get it and create these income streams coming in. And so once I kind of switched to that and I started teaching other people that as well in Millennial Money Man, rather than just frugality, I started to see more wins. Like I started to see people pay off their debt faster. And I started to see, you know, we had students that have, that have taken courses from us at Laptop Empires where they were afraid to, they didn't even have the money really to buy a course from us. And now all of a sudden they're making $60,000 a year doing something that they like doing and seeing those wins. It, it made me kind of go, okay, okay. If I'm going to help people with money, I think that my skill is to help them make more money. I think that's a better skill to teach people because everybody, I, I truly believe this in, in 2019, everybody that has an internet connection um, has access to a lot more money than they think they do because there's just a lot. Of, I mean, it's like the, the internet's still changing the world. Like there's so much, you know, so much money to be made providing services and, and courses and just, you know, everything. So, you know, for me, it's like, that is the reason you should increase your income rather than just always, you know, lower the expense or, you know, lower the expenses and be super frugal. You'll get further. And if you can kind of do a mix of both, like keep it frugal and then also increase, you know, that'll get you there faster. And the other part is the reason that I have so many income streams is because I'm, it's like kind of a fear thing <laughs> a little bit. I'm going to switch gears a little bit, but like, I don't want one of my businesses to fail and that be the thing that like takes me down, you know? So I'm always looking at how can I hedge? And so it's like, okay, I've got the digital marketing agency what if that goes away? Okay, well, I've got Millennial Money Man and the revenue that, that brings in. Well, what if that goes away? Well, I've got Laptop Empire. So I've kind of tried to safeguard myself as much as I can, if that makes sense, with just bringing in more income streams that I don't have to necessarily work for all the time, uh, but they're there just in case something does happen. So um, it can be the same thing if you have a job, if you, you know, maybe you have a job and you're just kind of making ends meet, um, you want to make more money, but you also want to kind of protect yourself in the case that you do lose your job. Because I've had plenty of students that find themselves in that situation. And that's hard. But when you have that kind of bridge income, that can make a huge difference. So, um, so there's a lot of reasons to start a side hustle, but I think I think that it's it's really powerful, and I've seen it change a lot of people's lives. And I love, I personally love. I'm going to add on to it. I love frugality. I love being frugal. I'm if I buy extra orange chicken at Panda Express, I feel like I'm splurging. Like it's <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm, honestly, we're blessed to have plenty of money, but that's just right. it's in me. It's frugality. But on top of that, 
to be to, to change your life. Frugality is not going to be enough to change your life. You yeah. need to also, I love the idea of saving a buck, always yeah. trying to figure out a way to save a buck. That's great. That's a penny saved, penny earned. But we also need to transition from that to on top of that, learn how to make a buck and continue yeah. to go from saving a buck and making a buck. Because I realize the more money that I have, the more money I don't have to worry about spending. And so I know I'm, I absolutely don't go hog wild. I, we have, like I said, plenty of money, but I just don't spend it just because that's I'm frugal. But we really need to learn how to make a buck. And that's why having a side hustle is a fantastic way. And I'll give you an example for me. I was selling things on eBay and on Craigslist before I started real. Yeah. Before I got to where I had enough rental properties, I knew I wanted to buy a rental property. So I would find things for sale anywhere and sell it on Craigslist, sell it on eBay just to make some extra money so that I could then buy real estate. And now fast forward now, I have 30 plus properties and I was able to quit my job at 37 years old. And I had like $10,000 or more coming in, but because of my side hustles, because of making more money and being frugal, saving money to invest, I was then able to buy my first property. Now, Bobby, as we are thinking about starting a side hustle, what is the first step? Is it figuring out what we should do? Like, what's the first step in getting the first side hustle going? Well, I mean, I do a lot of side hustle content on Millennial Money Man, and we talked about that before we even started recording. And the more that I've done uh, that kind of content, I've realized how many different opportunities there are out there. Um, whatever you want to do or whatever you kind of like doing, there's a good chance <laughs> that it has some kind of income potential if you could just scale it. Um, but I, for me, the big thing, at least the opportunity that I see out there right now, um, I think that there's a lot of room for freelance services online, uh, whether it's proofreading, whether it's um, Facebook ad, we teach Facebook ad management over at Laptop Empires, but um, you know Pinterest management for business owners, uh, freelance writing, like there's so many opportunities out there and there are courses <laughs> for all of them. And so just being from that side where I do sell courses and teach people how to do it, I think you should find one that you like do a lot of research on it and and find, you know, what seems kind of interesting to you and then jump into it, you know, and, and, you know, yeah, it's, it costs money to take a course, but at the same time, like it doesn't cost that much in comparison to how much money you can make on the back end. And this is something that when people buy our courses, our courses usually are um, about $400 for, for our Facebook side hustle course. And that's a good chunk of money. And I understand that for my readers, like $400 is a lot, but there was a time where I was going to start a swimming pool company before I even like, before I was going to do millennial money, man, I was actually, my friend has a swimming pool company. He was teaching me how to do it. I was going out in my summers and like learning how to actually fix pool equipment. Cause I, this was like, I was destined to do something else than teaching. Um, but to start a swimming pool company, it costs, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars that you would have to take out a loan to get the equipment and the truck and the, the, you know, everything that you need. Um, and you can go out and take a course now, that teaches you some kind of skill that's a, a highly in demand skill. And maybe it's a couple hundred dollars, but then you can start making thousands and thousands of dollars on the back end once you learn that skill. So find the course, take it, buy it, right? Like rip the bandit off, buy it, and then actually implement, right? Because this is something that's so frustrating as somebody that is a course owner and, and wants to help people with this. They'll buy the course and they never do anything with it. Um, and it's a good chunk of people to do that. And there's really nothing stopping them. It's just, you know, they, they were excited about it. They jumped in and they go, um, you know, I don't feel like doing this or I don't have enough time or, or I'm scared of whatever, you know, if I have to do prospecting or go out and reach out to clients, they get scared at that point. Um, 
and you you really have it's a disservice that they do to themselves because they have so much potential like they could do so much and they can make great money providing some kind of service um but they just don't do it and that that breaks my heart because it's like man there's so many people that could be making more money um so what i would recommend is like go into the course knowing that you're going to do it um that you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone in some way to actually become successful because there is no get rich quick course out there it just doesn't exist um and step out of your comfort zone, you know, take advantage of whatever kind of coaching or, you know, group or whatever is attached to the course and go out and do it. Um, and you're going to hear no a lot. You're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to feel like you have no idea what you're doing, but the more and more you do that, the closer it gets you to being successful. And, and I think if more people just kind of like pushed past the uncomfortable part of learning a new skill, they would start making more money. Like I'm sure for you, um, you know, learning how to do the income properties, like there's probably a lot of stressful times in there too, right? Like it wasn't just like you just took some kind of course and just made like tons of money from your, like you probably had to do a lot that was stressful and like you didn't know if it was the right thing. And that you you see that over and over and over again f- with successful people. Like they have to like really step out of their comfort zone and be scared for a while and do things they don't want to do. And then, you know, all of a sudden they come out on the other side and they're making 10 grand a month of passive income. So it's like, you know, I, I just, so that's what it is. Like just do all those steps and actually implement um, I want to add one thing onto that because I think, or actually a couple things, you hit so many great things that you said. And um, the first thing, when you're talking about taking a course and somebody might say, well, shoot, that course is $1,000, that course is $2,000 or whatever the dollar amount is, pause mm-hmm. and realize how much money you spent going to college. You yeah. go to college spending fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 over four years to get a piece of paper to hopefully get a job. And you're learning things that you probably don't need to know. Like I don't need, I didn't literally did not need to know how to play back uh, badminton. I did not need to do that, but it was a class that I had to take in college. But right. so I'm looking at my diploma as being a piece of paper. Now, what I'm thinking is instead of paying fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 towards college, if you put $500, $1,000, whatever it might be into yourself, into something that you really want to learn, something that you could apply right away. I'll give you an example. For my real estate investing, uh, for my course, I charge $2,000 to get into the course. But if you buy just one property that makes you $300 a year, and this is what I show you, you're going to make $3,600 in one year from that property passively, not doing anything. That makes up the cost of the course. And then you have that property making you money and you can go out and buy another one. So what I want you to take away from what Bobby is saying is even if it's a little bit of money or to you. $1,000. To me, $1,000 is a lot of money. Remember, I'm frugal. So $1,000 is a lot of money. But in the grand scheme of things, you spent a lot more money on lots of other things that this is investing in yourself. And then also tying on to what Bobby said about actually taking action. It's really something that uh, upon us, we are, our value is not given to us by our job. You know, you don't want to start, or if somebody says, what do you do? If you say, well, I work for this company, this company, well, that's you getting value from your job. No, we shouldn't do that. Remember, we're just over broke with that job. Your value should be what you give yourself and, you know, from your God, from your family, from your kids, that's your value. And so you're worth so much more than you are getting paid. What's funny is your boss is only paying you just enough. So you stay working for him and don't quit, but not too much where you're not going to take money out of your pocket. So Bobby, from that, if we said, you know, I, I got a course and I'm starting to take action on 
anything. Let's say, you know, starting a Facebook ad, start doing Facebook ads. And you funny that you mentioned something about Pinterest. I literally just hired somebody to do my Pinterest, like set up a Pinterest. I'm like, I don't want, I don't care about Pinterest, but I know (laughs) other people do. Please set this up, do it for me. I'll pay you money to do it. And I'm getting a good return out of it. So yeah. if somebody said, you know, I want to do Pinterest, I want to do Facebook ads, they get started, they take the course and they, they're in the course, they start taking action. What should they do next? Uh, well, I think the, well, it's, and I want to back up real quick because it's funny when you're saying that you have a Pinterest person. I also have a Pinterest person that took a Pinterest course that I pay every single month and she's way more than made what she paid for the course. I have a freelance writer, um, I have multiple freelance writers that have taken freelance writing courses. I have an editor that's taken an editing course. Like I've got, you know, all of those things, virtual assistants, like all of those things. Now I know that there's, there's not, not everybody knows an online business owner, but the opportunities are out there. Cause I can just tell you from being in my world and being like in the personal finance blogging world and the online space, there's a ton of opportunities out there for people to, to take a course. Um, you know, I think the next step after kind of like ripping off the bandaid um, of actually jumping in and committing to it is realizing that it's going to take a long time to actually get to where you want to be. And a perfect example of this, we had a, uh, we have a student in our Facebook side hustle course that uh, he, he, it took him a while to get his first client, right? Like, and what the course does is it teaches you how to run local um, Facebook ads for local businesses. Um, And so it took him a long time to get that first client. I think it was like 11 months, which is a little bit of an outlier. Uh, It probably shouldn't take you that long if you're prospecting every day and using all the client acquisition stuff that we teach in the course. But for whatever reason, he just didn't have a lot of success and he kept going and I was always rooting for him. I was like, God, he shows up to every live training call. He shows up to like everything. He's always in the support group. And one day he finally got his first client after 11 freaking months. And I was so happy for him. I actually sent him like a, I think I sent him a bottle of bourbon. I can't remember what I sent him. I sent him something really nice. Um, and now he's, he's gotten multiple clients. Like he does it full time. And he was telling me the other day, like his self-worth is up. Like he, he's, his whole life has changed. He had a crappy job before they didn't like, um, but he just kept going, you know? And that's the thing. It's like a lot of people, they try something and they, maybe they go into that uncomfortable like period of um, doing the thing that they were scared of, but then they, they quit too early. If I had stopped millennial money, man, you know, it, after most bloggers like never make it past the first three or four months because it's just, it's a slow business model. But if I had stopped, I wouldn't be where I am today working from home. My wife is able to stay home. Uh, we travel, uh, you know, we, we do all the things we ever wanted to do, but if I had quit, you know, we would, I'd be a band director still and I'd be miserable. <laughs> I'd be sitting there going, I wish I could have done something else. Um, so I think that's the other, you know, the next step is just make sure that you're thinking long-term, you know, none of this stuff happens. None of these success stories that you see on Forbes or business insider or CNBC make it or whatever, they, they are all years in the making at the point that you see that success story. Um, it just feels like when you're reading those online, that it's like, it just happened and they just got lucky and, and all of that, but that's not the truth. It takes forever, um, to really, so you have to be patient. You know, I guess that's the next step. And so I love that. And from that story, from one of your students, it's perseverance too. Like most people would give up after 10 months, let alone three months. I mean, that's, that's great. And so I would absolutely say, perseverance is something that you absolutely got to do. Now I want, I'm going to push back a little bit on you. It is very, very short time to be able to quit your job. No time in the history of the world. Could you start a business in 2016, like millennialmoneyman.com and within two years, let alone maybe three or even four, it's 2020 now when we're recording this, but 
in that short a time, literally be able to give up everything. And so, you know, we're, we're used to, and I think you hit the nail on the head when we're reading an article, when we're seeing some, what somebody's done, we're just seeing, Oh, wow. It's alerting to us. They, they just started. It feels like it's relatively um, like overnight success. But when you, in the grand scheme of things, most people before technology, before right now, people would start a business and literally take, and if they make it past five years, they are happy. They, that's that's like a success. Yeah. For us, be able to start something online, starting a Facebook ads agency, and within 11 months at the long, long term or the, the longest time, starting a business and having customers, having clients, and then being able to do that full time, that is amazing. So no time in the history of the world can you do something like this. This is the best time to start. Imagine 10 years from now, what it's going to be like and how much bigger internet and everything's going to be, everything's going to be all, it's going to be, it's going to be so much better. And so if you're getting started now, keep going. Now, Bobby, I remember that as I was reading articles and things that you have on your site, you talk about scaling that side hustle to where you can eventually quit your job, your J-O-B, just over broke. Talk to us Mm -hmm. about scaling so that we could eventually quit and be successfully unemployed. Yeah. So, you know, I guess I should probably go back a little bit to, uh, what to look for in a side hustle when we were talking about that. I, I skipped this part um, because for me, I when I was looking and the reason that we came up with the Facebook side hustle course in the first place was just because I didn't see as many and it's different now, but five years ago, I didn't see a, a lot of opportunities out there for side hustles that were time leveraged and that you could scale and paid well um, for the amount of time that you did put in. And so that's those three things. I think you should look at that when you look at any side hustle, you know, how much time is it going to take me? Is it something that's actually scalable? Am I, in, am I just going to be trading time for money? And how's the pay for the amount of hours that I put in? So for me, and the reason that the Facebook side hustle course has been so successful is because it kind of checks all those boxes. So for our course, one client, you know, if you get a chiropractor, because it's all local businesses that we teach. So it's like dentists and chiropractors and real estate investors, or not investors, real estate agents. Um, you know, it's all helping those local businesses get a client and the going rate for that is a thousand to two thousand dollars per month. Like that's the floor for Facebook ad management. Um, and so those are and it only takes a couple of hours per week. And so those are the kind of things when it was like we were looking at all the boxes to check off is like, okay, this is a great side hustle. Usually it's presented to people, Facebook ad managers presented like, you know, start running Facebook ads and start an agency you know, and start making ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month. And so we looked at it and was like, okay, well, let's teach this as a side hustle. Like let's teach people how to get one or two clients. And we took that approach with it and it's been really popular. Um, so when you are looking for something that's scalable, getting back to the original question, um, you have to look at how much time does it actually take to do that side hustle? This is why, like, I'm not a huge fan of, um, you know, things that are going to take you physically going out and doing things all the time, like uh, dog walking. There's only so many dogs you can walk. Right? Like, so many only, hours in the day to actually walk them. Yeah. There's only so many hours a day to do it. That's not to say it's a bad side hustle, but you have to take that into account. And like Uber, you know, a lot of people do Uber and Lyft is, is kind of a side hustle. Um, but there's only so many hours of the day that you can drive your car around. Whereas uh, with something where it's like a freelance service, you can scale it a little bit easier. Um, like for us, like I said, it's only two to three hours per week to manage the Facebook ads. Cause you kind of, you turn them on and they just run, you know, <laughs> like there's not a lot, there's back and forth with the client. There's some, you know, things you need to do to check on the ads and everything. Um, but two to three hours a week, you can start stacking clients on top of each other. Uh, and then once you stack clients, you can start systematizing your processes. You can hire people you can hire virtual assistants to come in and run some of the ads for you. And you just become the, the front facing person in the business. 
And that's actually what my business partner did uh, with Laptop Empires. He has his own Facebook ad agency and he's got 20 clients that he's, you know, but he's got two VAs, he's got people helping him. So he was able to take something that started as him just working one-on-one with, with gyms as his main client. Um, and he was able to stack it and stack and stack it. So that's something I would look for in the beginning with all of that. It's just important to find something that's not going to be trading time for money and that that's possible you know, online, we were talking, you were talking about how the internet has changed everything. And it has, I mean, there's just more opportunities to get clients or, you know, provide a freelance service at scale. Um, and, and there's plenty of courses out there that teach you how to do it. So. Yeah. And imagine that if you can get one client that's paying you a thousand, let's, let's cut it right. Cause you said a thousand to uh, 1,000 to 2000, cut it right in the middle, $1,500. If you get one client that takes you two or three hours a week, let's say you get Two clients, that rounds it up to $3,000. How many people are living and, and their job and only making $3,000 a month or less easily? And so you get two clients and then there goes your job. You don't need your job anymore. Yeah, right, you yeah. get three clients and just scale it up. Like you said, you can absolutely do that. And there are so many other types of businesses, but I agree with you, Bobby. The number one key is not to trade an hour for your time, like one hour for one, $1, you know, like, or right. whatever it might be. You yeah. want to make sure that it is um, leverageable over many, many different things. Like you said, dog walking there. You can literally only walk so many dogs in your neighborhood <laughs> and right. so many hours before you, you literally kill over because you're so tired. So right. You want to, I love passive income. I personally love passive income. That's why rental properties, online businesses, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but also leveraging your time, just like you said with Facebook ads, you're still, you're making a thousand to $2,000 a month, but only two to three hours a week. But then if you hired somebody to actually do the job as well. And so here's the thing that I, if anybody's going to be doing this to scale to their business to where it's going to get better and better. My suggestion is when you're hiring somebody, you want to make sure that they're going to produce the quality that you would normally produce. So yeah. I don't care if whoever I hire has a virtual assistant or has employees. I don't care. I just if I'm hiring Bobby Hoyt, I want I want Bobby Hoyt quality work. As yeah. long as I'm getting that, I don't care who does it. So make sure that you're doing it as you're scaling your business. Now, Bobby, you've given us so many great things. Is there anything that we might have missed as we are trying to figure out the side hustle, building a business? Anything we might have missed? Um, I don't know if there's anything. Well, I mean, I, I guess if I was going to add on to it, I would just say that if you're a person that is in a position that you are not happy, there is a way to become happy, right? Like that's, that's something that I see over and over again. It's like, people just feel like they're stuck in this thing. You know, like they go to their job because I'll tell you what, it was like groundhog day for me. Like everything that I was doing, and I'm sure you've heard this plenty of times. It's like, I woke up every day. I remember it was like 5:45 AM. I'd wake up. I'd go, I'd have like this feeling of dread in my chest because I knew all this, like I immediately started thinking of all the stuff I had to do at my band directing job that day. And I was like, Oh God, this sucks. I don't want to do this. And then I'd go get ready and I'd go heat up the same crappy Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwich that I had. And I'd eat it in the car on the way and I'd get to school and I'd zombie my way through the day and I'd get in trouble with my boss and he'd get upset with me about something stupid. And like, and I'd go home and I'd drink like two beers to relax. And then I'd, I'd go to sleep and they would same thing every single day. And so if you are in that position, which a lot of people are, there's a way out of it. You're just going to have to do the work to actually get there and start looking for opportunities now, because it's exactly what you said. Um, I look at what I've done and I go, God, if I had started three years ago or three years earlier, I, my business would be five times as big. <laughs> you know, like I'd be doing way more revenue. Um, 
and you always do that. You always kick yourself, like looking back, no matter how well you're doing, you go, God, if I had done this like a few years before, I would be exponentially doing better now. So if you're that person that I just described that you hate what you're doing and you wake up every day, not happy, you can get away from that. You just have to kind of take that leap into something else. Uh, and you're going to have to put a lot of hard work in, but it's totally worth it. If, uh, if you can kind of just keep going. So that would be the only thing I'd add. Like, it's just, it's possible for everyday people. Like you were saying, like, I see people every day do this. Like, you know, like I've, I've written so many stories about people and I've seen so many success stories and I've seen people do go from like being totally miserable to just crushing it with whatever they're doing. And it's and just totally average people, you know, they just decided they were done. They didn't want to do it anymore and they wanted to have a better life. So they just, they went after it. So that's what I would say. That's great. I love that. I personally love what I do, uh, podcasts, interviewing and doing all this sort of stuff, investing in real estate. I loved what I do. And so I quit a 40 hour a week job to work 80 plus hours for myself. And I love every minute of it. So I completely agree with you. That's absolutely something we should do. And a saying that I absolutely love is basically it's a, I think it's a Chinese proverb. When is the best time to blind a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. When's the next best time? It's literally today. Today is the right time to plant that tree. And even if it might be hard, even if it's, well, I don't know what to do, you'll figure it out. Just get started. So that was that's great, great information. Great insight, Bobby. Now, I want to jump into the rapid fire round. Are you ready? Oh, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so really broad questions. You should be able to answer these, no problem. First question is, as we quit our job, you know, working 40 plus hours a week for somebody else, we have a little bit of time to give and to serve. How are you giving to help make either the world a better place, your community, your family? How are you giving to help everything get better? You know, honestly, lately, I've been looking at more ways to donate money, um, ways to come up with things in my business that I can do to uh, give to different organizations like a millennial money, man, we're coming up with the, like, oh, we're going to have swag. We've never really had swag. People ask for it all the time, but we're going to have swag and all of the profits are going to be donated to muscular dystrophy. Cause my, my, um, my wife's father had muscular dystrophy. Um, and I saw how that organization really helped him. So we're going to do that. Um, I, and this is, this sounds like small, but every time I go to like a grocery store or I see like an opportunity to give money or buy like the food bags that they have, you can buy for five bucks. Like I'll go grab two or three of those. And that stuff adds up over time. And then obviously just donating in general. Um, but I, you know, that's, I also st um, sponsor students of an organization that I used to be in um, called the Cavaliers. It was a, it's kind of like a band thing. Um, it's basically, it's basically like band for college students and they travel all over the country. So every year now I, uh, I sponsor a kid that, that played snare drum just like I did and I pay, pay his dues so that, you know, it's just things like that. And just trying to, you know, I wake up every day and I try to just go like, man, I'm, thank you for letting me wake up again, you know, and I try to be thankful. And then I just try to look for just things I can do here and there to help people and, and, you know, try to make some kind of difference in the world, I guess. So. Yeah. I love it. Great, great, great. Now, next question. If you were to go and give somebody advice, like a, a summation, a one minute quick clip of, I want to get started and I want to eventually be successful and employed. I want to start a side hustle. What should they do? What are the steps they should do? Yeah, go to Google and, and Google, whatever it is that you want to go do. And, and that really, it starts there because I mean, there's so many different opportunities for, you know, I, I'm sure I have like 10 of these uh, blog posts on the website of like, you know, 55 things to do if you want to make extra money or, you know, whatever, but there are real opportunities in all of those blog posts. Right. So uh, I would get on Google and just start searching and start looking at what, 
interests you and then go click on it and go learn more about it. And then once you kind of learn more about it, go vet it, you know, really do a lot of research, find some reviews of it. Um, try to, you know, if like for me, I have people coming to the millennial money man community all the time asking about my course and I love it because I'm proud of the course. Um, but unfortunately there are people in our industry that put out crap products. Um, so you need to do your research, right? But just go find something, go do some research and try to just jump into something. That's great. I love it. Now, if you were going to go back and give your 13 year old self, any advice could be business, could be life, anything, what would it be? Oh man, I've asked myself that question a lot because like things have turned out pretty well for me. So I'm like, should I have done anything different? I guess I needed, like, I feel like on one level I needed to go do the job and go do all that stuff to realize that that wasn't the path for me. Um, I think I might tell myself to try to be, um, I I would probably tell myself maybe not to get a music degree. I don't know. I, I really wanted to get a business degree and I talked myself out of it. And I don't know where I'd be right now if I'd gotten a business degree instead. I, maybe I'd be in some job that I hated. Um, but that was something I was passionate about. Like even at that age, I knew I wanted to be self-employed, but I never went after it because I told myself like, no, you know, I'm good at, at playing music. I should just go do that instead. I had no idea what I wanted to be <laughs> when I was coming out of high school. So uh, I probably would have at least started a business or told myself to do something and and kind of like scratch that itch a little bit sooner. So don't, don't kick yourself too much. I got a business degree, actually an entrepreneurship degree. <laughs> and I'm looking back and like, man, the only thing I learned how to do was cheat and cut my own hair in college. Like everything <laughs> else, I just didn't really learn probably because I'm just stupid and yeah. just, I'm just not that smart. And so I just had to figure out a way. But no, there's so many better ways to make money that's supposed to go into college. Starting a business is really just common sense. I mean, as yeah. you've gone through it, Bobby, you probably absolutely attest to it. You just figure things out. You just figure things out as you go. And we're just blessed to have that. Now, next question. If there was one tool that you would go back or like you would tell us that we should use, it could be an an app. It could maybe a journal, something that we should use in our lives to make our lives better. Dude, I got it right here on my desk. And it's super simple. Um, It is called the get stuff done. I've got all this paper sound in the microphone. Uh, Get stuff done journal. Like it's, I don't know, maybe 13, 15 bucks on Amazon. Um, this thing, it's a 13 week planner and you don't have to get this necessarily this one, but I am a massively disorganized person. Uh, I'm about as like backside type B as you could possibly be. Like I am nowhere close to being type A and having one of these journals that I can physically write in, um, and just plan out my day, plan out my week, my month, all the things that I want to do projects. It makes me more productive as a business owner. If I didn't have this thing and I wasn't using it regularly, I don't know where I'd be. Um, and I just started using these about two years ago and it it just changed everything. So whether it's for your job or whatever, I'm a huge fan of any of those, like, you know, 13 week, 15 week planners or whatever. Very cool. Love it. Last question. What is one nonfiction book? It could be business life, whatever it might be that we should read starting today. Oh man, there are, I gotta think about this. Um, you know, actually I just started reading, um, this guy, hundred dollar startup. There are a lot of books I could recommend, but I think that that one, this one's really interesting, especially if you're doing what we're talking about, um, where you want to start some kind of side hustle. This book is going to make you think about how you make a living and kind of like the whole, the whole thing is reinvent the way you make a living, do what you love and create a new future for yourself. So definitely check, check this book out if you, uh, if you can. And if you guys realize, Bobby has three different businesses making plenty of money and he's still reading. He's still trying to learn and reading a book called $100 Startup. I mean, that's just (laughs) terrific. I love it. 
Yeah. Good. Well, Bobby, you've given us so much great insights and so much great everything. And for everybody who wants to join his Facebook um, uh, coaching and course, I have a link for you, successfullyunemployed.co forward slash laptop empire. Go ahead and go there and get inside there. It'll show you came from me and help me out a little bit for the show, pay for some expenses on the show. But uh, Bobby, how else can people find you if they want to get to know more about you? So you can find me uh, G-E-N-Y money man, Gen Y money man. Uh, that's all of my social media handles, Instagram, you know, Pinterest, all that stuff. And then you can follow me on Laptop Empires as well. So same thing, Laptop Empires and an underscore. If you're on Instagram, we can get the actual Laptop Empires there. So, <laughs> so yeah, but you can find me there. Uh, you can also find me on Forbes. Um, I'm a Forbes contributor. So if you just search Bobby Hoyt, you'll see all my articles in the future. And uh, yeah. And you also have a podcast, right? I do. We have the Laptop Empires podcast, which is a, God, I think we're up to like 115 episodes maybe now. So we've got a lot. And uh, we the first episode is why everyone should start a side hustle. So if you want to check out the podcast, we're on Spotify and Stitcher and all those places. Just search Laptop Empires, check out the first podcast, and it's going to tell you more about starting a side hustle. Awesome. Bobby, fantastic. Thank you so much for all this great wisdom and insights. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, man. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses, group coaching with me, and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successfully unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.